is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. We've got a special treat in store for you today as uh, baby bro Eric and I uh, get together and uh, talk some Star Wars, as you may or may not have heard. I'm not sure if this has you know, gone public yet, but uh, Disney released a new streaming service, and uh, to the surprise of everyone, they, they dropped a, a Star Wars television series with, with no fanfare or buildup of any sort. Um, if you've not heard of it, uh, let me be the first to tell you it's called The Mandalorian. Uh, there are like two episodes out as of the time of this recording, and so Eric and I got together and felt we had to discuss it, and if we're going to discuss it, we might as well do it, you know, on as a recorded medium and share with the world. So um, without any, you know, additional adus. So uh, we've got got uh, Eric, brother, and uh, fellow Star Wars nerd uh, online with us. Hello, Eric. Hey, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing great. And uh, I just want to, uh, real quick, before we get anything out there, so no one can, can have any sort of complaints, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say spoiler warning. Um, because we're, we're, we're going to be talking Mandalorian. Uh, we're we're going to be talking first two episodes. And um, I don't know about you, Eric, but I'm going to come right out the gate and just say Baby Yoda. And just get that out of yeah. there, get that out of my system, and then we can go from there. We don't have to start by talking about Baby Yoda, but I got a feeling he's gonna come up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we yeah we don't know. We don't even know the freaking species. I I googled. I was on probably yeah probably about a half an hour or so looking into the the species of Yoda and yep. the myth. Uh, like they're they're they don't know. They have I mean they honestly know every single species. You know the oh, he's, the the thing that came out from the the you know the the water and an attack and, and every probably like insects, they know the species, but Yoda, he's a complete, you know, he's unknown myth. When you, when you say out of the water and attack, were you referring to the Dianga, the creature yeah. in the uh, trash compactor? Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, well, no, no, not the trash compactor, but uh, the one that was in the Mandalorian, the one that uh, tried to eat him. That was also in probably. Oh yes. Uh, okay. Okay. In the Phantom of the Menace, was he in the underground? Uh, it looked like the same kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Phantom Menace. I'll be honest. But yeah. uh, no, no, you, you you strike upon a good point um, in something that you know apparently incited at least a couple of different you know Twitter wars because uh, that's oh, you know, great. the kind of life that we we live uh, or in this world is. You I know, have an idea, having, Todd. People having we, hissy fits about calling it Baby Yoda. Yeah, I think it's we clearly should clearly just... not actually Yoda. Um, well, let's pick sides and yell at each other, you know, and, okay, and then let's, we'll, let's, we'll let's be. <laughs> no, uh, no. So I'm OK with uh, Baby Yoda. What else are you going to well, call it? You don't. There's well, no other name. Well, that's the thing. It's it's one species that they specifically have not identified. Like, for whatever reason, they have opted to, to not identify what species he is. And so, you know, yes, it's not Baby Yoda. Yoda has has, you know, passed on into the forest for. Uh, like five to seven years. I can't remember how long after uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, the Mandalorian is supposed to take place. But actual Yoda is no longer around. 
But what? But you, 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 that's exactly the point. What else are you gonna call it? Little little green Yoda like dude? No. He's dude, like baby, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is easy. Is as a branding. Yeah, it's already it's on Twitter. You know, like the fact is it's right. been it's been trending. Like let we'll keep it Baby Yoda until they give us otherwise. You know. Right. Now, right. So so during my rabbit hole like searching, so Yaddle is the other um, Yoda like creature, um, which was on like. Yeah, Yoda like Yaddle. It was a female, and she must have been on the yep. council. So I, yep. I, if we find out if it's a boy or a girl, then it could be Baby Yaddle or Baby Yoda, or yeah, but I'm I'm fairly certain that Yaddle is not exactly 100 percent the same the same race as Yoda. I, um, they're well, they're all right, somewhat related, but not 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 exactly the same thing. Okay, well, well it's, then it's, I also found that there was a. Oh, what was the name? It, oh, man, I looked up it last night. So I typed in, and this could be incorrect, that I typed in white Yoda, which was – there was a white, like, uh, uh, okay. Caucasian. Yes, Not white sure Yoda. Not sure where you're going with this, but okay. Listen, listen. I was trying to find out because I remember <laughs> distinctly in one of the tr- prequels that there was a Caucasian-looking Yoda. He wasn't green. Let's just put it that way. I okay. typed it in, and then, of course, there is some type of weed – uh, you know, uh, marijuana type blend that they call white Yoda something. So I found a right. bunch of that, but then they did actually have the person that, that was there. And it was, um, and it turns out there's a species that looks a lot like Yoda. And I believe they come from the planet of Yannick or Lanik, Lanik. Okay. okay. All right. Let me right. type this in. Um, and it turns out they are not Yoda species. They're more like, uh, humans with long ears, which huh. is just crazy. So, um, maybe that Yaddle is also like mixed race there or something. I don't know. You know, this, it gets I, pretty, yeah. it gets pretty confusing, but the fact yes. is we have no clue what species Yoda is and we'll just have to accept that. And I right. think, I think that's pretty darn cool that there's still like, you know, myth to it. Like it could come out, oh, yeah. like it could be a grand reveal one day of why we don't know this stuff. Right. Well, and, and to me, that's that's always been one of the sort of draws, one of the more magical as two Star Wars is that it 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 there there is still mystery. Like when I mean, it, it takes me a bit to think back to you know when there was only the original Star Wars, uh, you know, before it, they you know called it A New Hope. But you know. If you watch that movie and, and keep in your mind, pretend like this is the first time you're seeing it, there's all kinds of stuff in that film that is just not explained. Like, there's an empire and an emperor, but nothing's really said about it. You know, they talk about the old Republic and the Jedi, but all you ever see as an example of that is Obi-Wan. Like, there's a whole bunch of unexplained and stuff that's left to the imagination, and that's, you know, to me, one of the more fantastic, awesome things about it. So, you know, the fact that the, one of the most powerful Jedi ever to have existed, we don't even know where the hell he comes from or, or, or what he is. I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty rad, personally. I think, yeah, I think they do that, uh, obviously, probably, probably, like, part of the success is because I think if you're into, like, you know, science fiction or fantasy in general, uh, right. you kind of like to write your own stuff. And that also spurred, you know, the millions of, like, books and or comics and now this giant back history because i think people feel like hey you know since they didn't explain it and they didn't give us like a blueprint like we can kind of create our own you know and i don't know how far that goes now that there was like a reset canon or whatever but still 
I mean, those, th those things still exist and or even if they did reset the canon, like they're now opening it up and allowing new possibilities with the same characters, which is kind of cool, like an alternate timeline. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and personally, you know, when they first said, you know, well, well I, mean, I guess I guess in, in case you're, you're not aware of, of the, the sort of background there, I'll, I'll get super geeky for you for a minute because oh, so, we haven't got there yet we're, we're not super geeky at all no, talking about yaddle no. yaddle <laughs> no, in the race no, no 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 okay um so prior to disney acquiring the star wars franchise you're, you're absolutely right they were putting out books comic books um you know all, all sorts of stuff um in what they you know call the expanded universe to fill in all those gaps just like you said um, you know, um, and, you know, me being a guy who played, you know, the role-playing game back in the day, um, that was probably one of the key, one of the most key elements as far as the expanded universe was concerned. Um, because they were kind of just given a certain amount of license from Lucasfilm to just fill in the gaps, boys, uh, you know, do your thing. Um, and they like books on books on books. Like they had um, a book called uh, or a series of books called the Galaxy Guides that were um, they did one all on A New Hope. And basically, it is just pages and pages of basically character sheets for every single person or thing in the first movie. Like. The, the the alien that you see in the cantina for like three seconds gets like a full write-up with stats and a backstory and you find out what race he is, what his name is, why he's in why he's, you know, in Moss Eisley, what he's planning to do next, like all that stuff. Like it went deep. Um And I mean that that has to be like like as a nerd as a nerd, I think that is like the coolest thing ever. You know, oh, like the, to know every single person that walks by you, you or you see has like some type of long backstory and like you could dig into it if you wanted to. I think that is oh. just super cool. And like I could see where fandom grows because of that, you know. Oh, yeah. And I I just I just ate that stuff. And they had what they had another one for Empire. They had another one for Return of the Jedi. They had like they had an entire book on Yavin and Bespin. Yeah, that's about, you know. <laughs> The, the planet and things that were around and all this stuff. Like, it was crazy. Like, I, when I was in college and we'd sit and watch, you know, A New Hope, I I could sit and as the as the cantina scene was progressing, I, I would, like, rattle off, oh, that's so-and-so. He's from such-and-such. Here's what he's doing. Like, it people fell into one of two camps. One was the, oh, let me pause this so you can finish telling me this fascinating information, which was about 50-50 with the group that I hung out with. And then the other camp was the, dear God, Todd, will you just shut the hell up? I'm trying to watch a movie here. Um, this was probably about the other 50%. It was fantastic. It was good stuff. Um, that, that sounds like me taking people around Disney. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. here, let me show you why this door handle, <laughs> this doorknob. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. All right, let me ask you this. Did you, knowing that you have a deep knowledge of a lot of this stuff, did you notice in any of the two episodes of The Mandalorian any, like, callbacks or anything that, uh, like, was like, oh, I know who that guy is, or I understand this backspace, or, you know, I know what this planet is? Did, did, was there any, or is this original content that you haven't seen? I mean, there, there were callbacks 
to a degree, um, and some Easter eggs and that sort of a thing. Um, nothing super specifically. Like it's like like there weren't people that I saw him scream like, oh, that's you know specifically you know so and so. Um, one of the things that I've noticed and and I'm kind of fond of um, with a lot of the new stuff is that they do do some callbacks. Like, for example, you know, okay, we saw some Jawas, and I can yeah. get into a whole side riff on that here in a minute. But, like, there weren't specific people like, oh, that's what that is. Like, the, the planet was a planet I not was not familiar with or heard of. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, here's an IG um, unit shooting some stuff, don't, being a badass, but it wasn't IG-88. You know yeah. what I mean? Um so it, it 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 keeps it new and it keeps it fresh, but there it still feels very Star Wars, which is is what I very much enjoy. Yeah. Um, well, re- one. Yeah. No, I was gonna say one of the things that like the uh, the first callback that I even thought of was the uh, weird looking like snitch guy with the long anteater, you know, that was playing the flute. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super cool because um, at, you know, in a in a New Hope, I always just was like. Is that a mask that, like, you know, is just making his voice, or is that like his face, or what the hell is that? And I, you know, and unless it's the same guy with the same mask, I would assume that must be some type of species. And uh, I, b- I believe they're Kubaz, K-U-B-A-Z. Yeah, I, Not, I, I, yeah, I had a problem at one point. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's a problem. That helps. That helps us now. That help. That helps I think us that's tremendously. Right. I'd, I'd, yeah. have to, I'd have to cross verify that, but I believe I believe that's that's what it is. Yeah, well, like for the, for the original movies, I was all about that, and I had access to those books, and I ate that stuff up. Um, and then they they started coming out with novels, and I read a fair bit of them up to a point. Um, at or around the point where I think I I was when I went off to Navy, I think I I just do time constraints and availability, and not wanting to haul you know a crap ton of you know novels halfway across the planet i just kind of fell off the wagon of keeping up with it um and after a while there's just so much out there i kind of got into the well either i have to spend the next four months solid reading and catching up and studying or i just need to give up and just enjoy what knowledge i have read what i can when i can and you know take pleasure in that but just realize that i am no longer going to be you know the star wars trivia master um and that's kind of the route i took um, and then the prequels came out like it Star Wars has blown up so much I just can't be able to keep up with it wow. so like if you want to talk about something from the original trilogy there's a fair chance I can I can rattle off, off some you know fairly impressive nonsense and some of the more recent stuff less so yeah I, I don't think I've ever was um, I definitely wasn't in your spectrum of like knowledge I there was a point in time when the internet was still pretty young where StarWars.com did actually was, um, I mean, they had profiles of all the species and all that jazz. Oh, yeah. And, and that was that was fun to get into, but I never got into the point where, like, I, I would say I knew more than the next guy, you know, and I did yeah, know, yeah. like, some of the, you know, like, I could name the bounty hunters. I couldn't name where they're from or anything like that. So, like, where most people probably couldn't name, like, the, the main bounty hunters for Empire. So I would feel like I was better than your average, you know, I just watched the film, but I wasn't your... Right you know, reading books. I've never read a Star Wars book. Although I do um, listen to several podcasts that always recommend, I believe like the bloodline was a bloodline or something like that was a decent one. It's a yeah. newer. Yeah. Um, and, and then also the, uh, there's a book out there that talks about the, 
Black Spire Outpost and explains a lot of it, which is, of course, the themed land at uh, Disney. So, like, that yes. would be cool. Um, but needless to say, let's 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 talk about episode one. Or we don't even have to be linear in this fashion because Lord knows this podcast isn't linear. Yeah, uh, I don't so far know how linear I can be. We can give it a shot though. Um, yeah. Well, no, no. What did you, what was your original? So I saw it maybe a day before you, and I was right in the middle of it. And I think I texted you. Um, there was some. There was. I'm thinking it was the scene where like um, maybe IG8 or IG12 came on screen and I'm like, yeah, Todd has to get Disney plus to watch this because <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I just picture, I just picture the old um, concept art of like the bounty yeah. hunters. And I remember seeing IG 88 and like a picture with the bounty hunters on some type of concept art. And I think I had it on a trading card and that's probably yeah. why I know what it looks like. And I'm just like, I wonder how this thing works. And to see it in oh, yeah. action was like fantastic. Oh, it was, it was because, because you know, he, he's, 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 you know, he's a droid and he, he's, you know, generally humanoid. Um, you know, and having had the, the action figure as a youth, you figure he walks like a normal person, you know, shoots like a normal person, but no, see, seeing him in action in that was pretty awesome with the, you know, the, the spinning, whirling, uh, arms kind of flapping around 360, you know, degrees of coverage. Uh, it was, it was pretty awesome. I, I very much enjoyed that. Um, his eyeballs, the fact is oh, his yeah. head that- those rotating eyes, I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy would be super dangerous, which, well, you know, which makes – but he always had that frail body. I'm like, man, just somebody like – you know, he would – you know, you take one shot because he didn't seem very thick, you know. He didn't seem like he had a right. bunch of – you know. But I guess that's – since he's so narrow, it would be difficult to even – Well, know, that's the thing. You, point, you, pinpoint you, accuracy. You, 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 right. You balance, you balance uh, you know, speed and agility in, in, a, in a small target profile against, you know – the, the armor and in, in the in the endurance factor like yeah you, if, if you hit him it's probably gonna you know break some stuff but you, you gotta hit him and you know i think that's probably where they were going with that makes most sense to me so what what was your it. overall thoughts on on the first episode i loved it which is super generic and not helpful but i mean that's that's what it that's what it boils down to i mean i like i said i i i enjoyed that it managed to capture sort of the essence of the the star wars universe and to me um one of the more important pieces to the star wars universe one of, one of the one of the things that sort of sets it apart from other sort of sci-fi is the sort of gritty lived in nature of it like it's not like all you know sparkling shiny metropolis and in you know um, silver shiny you know future pants and you know what you know what i mean it's not like mm-hmm. highly polished it's 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 got that this could be anywhere they just have some nifty technology and some bunch of aliens bopping around you know what i mean um and they and they you know they captured that well like he starts off in like in a cd bar you know um you know and there are a bunch of drunken assholes in the bar like mm-hmm. as as there are you know um you look at his ship and it's, you know, it's, it's a neat ship. It's got, you know, smooth lines. It looks like it'd be aerodynamic, but it also looks like it's been through the ringer. You know what I mean? Um, and it's little details like that, that, that tend to impress me. Um, you know, when the, when he, when he calls for the, the land speeder and the one shows yeah. up and it's got the droid and he's like, no thanks. And then the other one comes up and it's all like, you know, <laughs> and having a hard time, you know, getting going and looks like it's been, 
uh, you know, around for a little bit too long. It's like that's 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 what I'm talking about. Like if you're if you're if you're some bounty hunter off on the outer you know fringes collecting, you know, collecting people, you're it's it's not all going to be you know shiny, glamorous, pristine, whatever, whatever. You're off in the butt crack of the universe. You're gonna it's gonna look that way. I really like I really like that. I I, I felt they they kept that aesthetic. Um, pretty nicely i think um for me i love the easter egg stuff so i do like the, the old throw, callbacks and stuff we talked about what yeah. was the uh what was uh jab of the huts buddy that was uh, oh uh the quacky and lizard monkey yeah the yeah Slash's crumb dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he was getting roasted i was like i mean like to see that to see that creature in another place is like was was cool you know and oh, yeah. then uh so so how, the technology um uh, a carbonite uh they they made that pretty um pretty good over the last couple of years since uh empire and jedi right i mean he he threw that guy right in there and he he didn't have to give him shots or anything and you know we don't know yeah. if he survived but yeah that's that's a bit of a touchy point for me all right let's hear uh, it if, I, if i'm being honest well because here's the here's I here guess comes here's the, the fanboy i mean <laughs> it, 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 yeah sure like let, let, you know if, if this starts to yeah anyway um because not not just the Mandalorian, but in a lot of the other stuff since em- like pre- before Empire came out, no one ever heard of carbon freezing. That wasn't a thing like in our world, you know, as far as the lore is concerned. Like no one, you know, that that's where it was introduced was in, was an in Empire. Um, well, and if you watch Empire, it's been fr- it was not there to entomb people. It was there to you know to spin freeze Tiabana gas. Uh, which, if you weren't aware, is, you know, used in a lot of the technology. Uh, it's one of the key components to the ammunition for blasters and turbo lasers. little nugget for you if you weren't aware. Um, but, like, the carbon freezing facility was to... It was it was like a packaging plant. You know what I mean? It'd be like if you, you took, you know, this, this smuggler that you wanted to, you know, use this bait to capture your son slash you know send off to a, a you know a gangster and you took him to like the 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 cardboard box factory and tossed him into a thing and he got cardboard box that's what the the carbon freezing facility on on bespin was for in cloud in cloud city investment you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. um and you can hear them talk about mm, gee i don't know if this is going to work this isn't really what this is for but fuck it we're going to do it because otherwise you'll force choke the crap out of me you know what i mean um and i mean yes it worked and you know he lived in in hooray but in a lot of like the comic books in in you know in the the novels and you know now in the mandalorian um it's made out like oh this is just what you do when you capture somebody you you carbon freeze them and this is just like normal commonplace stuff and yeah they've clearly perfected the technology because that was you know hella quicker than you know the all the rigmarole they they put uh ohan through on cloud well, city well it's obvious I mean, that like the the guys at cloud city are like should be on marvin marvel Marv, modern marvels <laughs> because yeah. they they invented you know and perfected that so i don't think that's a well, uh, I mean, bad thing at all i think i i think you're you're just assuming that they didn't uh, like we just witnessed history that's all han was the first or well you know, and that's and that's that's pretty much like i said it's 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 an interesting subject for me because 
of you know what what could be perceived as sort of a weird logical you know fallacy there but at the same time i'm not gonna lose sleep over it i'm not gonna get all cranked up and i i I tend to go with what you said like oh they did it with han i don't know maybe you know um the technicians or uh you know boba fett was like hey dang if you have access to a carbon freezing facility this works out pretty well you know hell for all we know vader was like "Mm, this is a good plan start uh, installing these in all of our facilities throughout the That's universe it. and word just spread. And then therefore, you know, the technology advanced. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, they, we that's don't it. know what like Darth Vader should all, be getting um, credit for. You know, he, he could have been, you know, really revolutionizing everything. He could have been, you know, all into the tech. He could have been the uh, Steve jobs of the empire. And we just don't know. We never got to see any of his presentations. You're, you're right. You're right. So, um, all right. So one thing that obviously, like, I don't know any backstory. So the Mandalorian, I just think, all right, it's Boba Fett and the guys that wear uh, that kind of armor. And I always thought that armor came from the clones. And I just assumed that was the case. So it sounds to me or it looks to me from just watching these episodes, uh, the Mandalorian is a is it a religion? Is it a species? Um, Is it like some type of cult? Do you, I mean, I, I'm assuming you know enough to be able to so tell me without spoiling I can stuff. fill in some of those gaps. Well, I can I, – and what I'll say is that what I know is an uh, – because the, the Mandalorians – well, I guess let me start here. Um, Boba Fett and Django were not actually Mandalorians. Their armor is of Mandalorian make. Okay. But they are not actually Mandalorians as far as I'm aware. Um, there is a planet called Mandalore, and play, people are called Mandalorians, and they are very fierce, very capable warriors. That's that's their reputation, and that arm is is a key piece of it. And yeah, it's not that it came, you know, it, it was patterned after the clone stuff. The clone armor was patterned off of theirs. Like they're kind okay. of re- Mandalorians are kind of renowned throughout the universe as very with these people fighter types like I, I don't know really how else to say it like they they're 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 pretty badass and they're well known as badasses um, all right so now, so j- it's just a coincidence that boba fett the most famous bounty hunter and i uh, mean it occurs to me it might Django might have been a mandalorian like boba's a clone of i guess maybe a mandalorian i don't know and I'm sure that you know people who know better are probably screaming at their 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 devices right now. Cause I'm well, Boba Boba was. I excited. I leaned in with I it you know I'm not I'm not 100 on this because like there's a whole bunch of additional Mandalorian lore available. Like I feel like in the the um, the Clone Wars cartoon they mm-hmm. they they which I have not worked all the way through yet because just I don't have that kind of time. Um, they visit Mandalore and there's some stuff there. Like there's a bunch of other material out there that I'm not at. Um, but I do know that they're badasses and it's like a, like a race and of people from a planet. Okay. Um, and, and, and battle is like serious to them. Like in the one thing where he's like, you know, these are part of my religion. I, yeah. that was kind of a new one for me, but doesn't really surprise me either. Like gotcha. for that to be what their, their deal is. All right. All right. Well, that that answered at least my question that I didn't feel like searching for is like the whole well, that's fair. Boba Fett uh, deal, because, you know, 
So, um, all right, you mentioned earlier in Jawas. What, what's your beef with the Jawas? Or is there beef? Oh, you, you just... I, I don't have beef. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that, that, you know, opens up a new avenue. Um, and and it's kind of one of the things that, you know, depending on who you are and how, how much nerd rage you want to participate in, kind of define some things. Because, like, there are people... There, I, I'm sure there are people out there that are like, but the Jawas are on Tatooine and, and how are they getting from planet to planet? And they're supposed to be these scavenger people. And that doesn't make any sense. No, you just ruined my childhood. And oh, I am not one of those people. No, um, I didn't even, that didn't even like, I was because, really excited to see the Jawas. Well, like, and, and I, I mean, and here's the thing, like, yes, the first time we as humans on earth saw Jawas, they were kicking it on Tatooine and the movies have gone back to Tatooine a few times. And that's where you've seen Jawas. Just because you've never seen them anywhere else doesn't mean that they aren't anywhere else. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, and that's the view I take. Like, they're all maybe you know they're all over the place. Like they're scavenger folk who, who like technology. Like, if to me it almost would seem weirder if they were only on Tatooine. Like, yeah, because yeah. Tatooine was supposed to be like a really far off like. I mean, like, like water, to be yeah. Yeah, like we like if we were just gonna be in the universe, like the odds of us ever landing on Tatooine is like never gonna happen. It just so happened like the most important people in the uh, the Star Wars universe were all like influenced by Tatooine or lived there or something, you know? It's a weird nexus, yes, um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but like you know, I I thought it was cool that there were Jawas, and it was one of those things like, well. You know, you've got, you know, a, a, a semi-infinite universe to work with there with Star Wars. They could easily have said, you know what, we the, the story calls for, um, you know, some scavengers. We need to have a ship get, get messed up, and we need some scavengers to do that. So let's make a new group of people to be scavengers. But it's like, or, or you can just use the Jawas. And everybody's familiar with the Jawas. Well, and I feel like, a, and I feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's just fan service." But no, it's just why, why make things harder? Well, I, no, uh, I think, I mean, well, why do you need to create a whole new thing? Like, it's all about branding. Like, why would you create a brand new company, you know, to sell a widget if you already own a company that sells a widget? Like, no, it just makes right. sense. You know, then you don't have to worry about, you know, selling us who these characters are. We know what these Jawas are, so we, you don't have to spend five minutes explaining what their guns are, or they're not good at this, or what their language, is, you know. Like right. we already know who these guys are and what they're about, so it allows us to actually either get more action, you know, you know, and or quick get to the point quicker, which is fine right. because, you know, nothing. So the first couple episodes were a little slow in terms of like action and what's going on. Doesn't bother right. me because like I like the intricacies of seeing like you know who's in the so what somewhat cantinas or who's walking on the streets and you know in the and whatever planet they were on and stuff oh, like yeah. that, but. The only part that I didn't love, I didn't, I mean, I didn't necessarily love him trying to ride that like Borg or whatever the heck, Garg or whatever they call <laughs> right. it. I was yeah. like, ah, I, I didn't need that, you know, but I get it, you know. So what's your deal with, uh, and I don't know his name yet. It's, uh, he's, he's one of like the, the creatures that were on, um, Bespin, right? It's You're the Nick about, Nolte guy. Yeah. The Nick Nolte guy. And I'll, I, I'm blanking out on his name. You know what? I looked at, and I thought he might be an Ugnaught, but I don't know that he is. I think like he is, though. I think I did look that up. I think he is an other Well, one. I'll need you to verify that for me. I, I don't, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, well, I don't doubt you, but it just seemed, I mean, maybe it's the differences in the makeup that was available in well, like, that's the it. early 80s he looks and now. Um, but there seemed to be a little more, a little something to the face that did not necessarily well, jive with Maybe they with didn't have, what I was thinking. 
Yeah, I think he is an Ugnaught. I, I mean, I looked it up the other day, and I'm, you know. Um, well, if you look it up, like I said, I've never, I've not, I've not taken the effort to go and look into it. Um, it, it, it when I saw it, I'm like, hmm, looks Ugnaught-ish, but I'm not sure. If you verified in Rockmont, I mean, it makes sense. He's the same size, general shape. He's, you know, very tinkery, which is what they were known for. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, like, was- I, I have no, I have no qualms with him being an, an Ugnaught, if that's what he is. I just wasn't sure. No, I think he is. No. I mean, I'm not going to, cool. you know, I, 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 like most people on the internet, I just skimmed. So I typed in, well, I fair. probably was, I was probably on IMDB and I was trying to figure out who everybody was. Right. Um, because for some reason, I thought reading Rainbow, uh, LeVar, LeVar, whatever, was in this series. Well, it turns mm-hmm. out it was Apollo, right. uh, yeah, yeah, it was Apollo Creed that was in it. Um, so right. uh, I, yeah. I realized that soon <laughs> when I saw, I said, you know, I said, I thought LeVar Burton or whatever his name was in it. Right. And uh, no, that I I was wrong when I was uh, watching whatever that one of the expos that had right. all the cast and stuff on it. But um, yeah, so what's uh, I personally and I don't know who the heck he is, the guy that basically is giving the best scar to our Mandalorian friend with the fake stormtroopers. And I'm assuming those are just guys that stole stormtrooper gear or old stormtroopers hired oh. as bodyguards. What do you think? Oh, I, 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 I guess, again, I, I only saw the episode once and didn't comb through all the fine details, but I I think that I'm fairly sure that dude is like a former Imperial and that those were, okay. in fact, Stormtroopers. I, I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know. Wrong. But that's, well, I don't know. that's my, I mean, I guess if, if, if I'm remembering correctly what, what they said the timeline was, and like I said, I can't remember if they said it was five years or seven years it's after, definitely, the, yeah. after the, the, the Battle of Endor. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, the, the Empire is is kind of gone. I mean, it's one of those things to where, yes, you, you killed the Emperor, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, all of that Imperial infrastructure and command and so forth just evaporates. Like, there was still very much a lot of stuff happening. Like, the Imperials are still out there. Yeah. Um, and the basic, you know, idea from everything that I've, you know, I've, I've read and seen is that, you know, yeah, they took out the Emperor and that's, you know, was not good for them. But they still got a whole bunch of Star Destroyers and they're still out there acting like they run stuff like that. The, the Rebels still have their work cut out for them. Sure. Um, that, well, that would and, make sense in real life. So, yeah. And with it being five years later and this being him being, you know, kind of on a backwater planet, like the Imperials are probably not as in power there. Um, and are, you know, a little out of touch, a little, you know, out of date with everything. Like, seeing the stormtroopers so dinged up and gross tells a story. Um, because, and I guess, I don't know how much of this is me having, you know, served in the military for a brief stint there. But, like, you, like, you, you're, is like a serious thing. Like you got to keep that shit tidy. You, you, you know, you're, you are the representation of your force amongst the people kind of a thing. And like, yeah, even sure. when we were off on field exercises, you know, living in tents in the mud, like there was still a certain expectation that you wore a, you know, a clean uniform. Like it might not have needed to have been pressed. Like you didn't need to have a mirror shine on your boots, but you still needed to keep a certain level. And for stormtroopers who in every other thing you've seen them in, are this oh, yeah. pristine, gleaming white, whatever. Like, even on Endor, when they're running around in the forest, like, they still look pretty pretty sharp, you know what I mean? And for 
these guys to be all banged up and dingy and, and gross, like that says something. Like, yeah, they're still Imperials and they're still, you know, trying to, you know, win for their side. But eh, some things have had to give because things are, you know, a little rough for them. But yeah, I assumed he was Imperial. I mean, he might not be, and he might just have a bunch of guys who, you know, have some scavenged armor. But I just assumed he was Imperial. Especially yeah, when I, I found out what it was they sent him after. I'm like, well, well that, that makes sense. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Yeah, absolutely. I never thought of that. Uh, I did like the guy's delivery. I don't know why. He just, the way he said things was very deliberate. Or I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I've seen anybody or heard anybody that talks so, like, I don't know. The word he said, Beskar. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was good. It was very good. I think episode one, obviously, was uh, more, I was more favorable to than, than two. Um, hunt. I, so I did have my son Hunter watch it yeah. and he, he, you know, his main question was like, all right, how does the baby Yoda vehicle work? He's like, how's it just following him? Cause of right. course those are the questions you ask. And you know, oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I'm sure there's well, like a remote or I'm it's a droid. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that there was like, you know, some type of sensor where it's just like, all right, you know, stay as close to something. Um, right. yeah, the, uh, the baby Yoda, um, as we are calling him. Um, that's very interesting. 50 years old, still baby. Like my question is, how, you know, so he was in this unit. Were those guys all protecting him or were they all, you think they were all bounties that were trying to deliver him? So, so here's, here's, here's my, here's my thoughts on that. And that is that I have a lot of thoughts on that. And I think we should come oh. back to that okay. after the break. Where were we? We were going to talk. You left the cliffhanger about the, uh, the base. Basically, who who in the heck was guiding or uh, guarding, I should say, the Baby Yoda? Are those – what's your theory on that? Because that's where we left off. Well, yeah, because it's going to have to be theory because I, I, I can't claim that I know. So. Um, well, well, that's fine. Disclaimer that it's theory. And, <laughs> <laughs> and all will be well. Yeah, yeah, you know, because uh, it's going to be groundbreaking groundbreaking okay. podcast material here because no one on the internet sees two episodes of a thing and comes up with wild theories as to what it is that are invariably wildly inaccurate. No, um, no, that's so, the first original. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to break some new ground here, Eric. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know because um, little dude in retirement planet side, um, whose name I still don't remember, um, we're, we're going to call him Nick for Nick Nolte. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that won't um, enrage people on the internet. <laughs> no, not, not, not at all. They'll, um, they'll say, why don't you just Google it? Well, let's let's be real here. You're driving and I'm folding socks. So right, we, right. we don't have time for that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, um, you know, uh, never mind the fact that like 24 hours have passed. And that, you know, yeah. this is the next morning when we're 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 finishing this conversation. There, there's been no time to to do such you know intensive tasks as, as googling you know proper names. Um, anywho, he you know he I seem to recall he was referring to you know ever since you know they showed up, you know there have been all sorts of mercenaries and bounty hunters showing up, and I'm not sure. Like my initial reaction, you know, prior to knowing that a it was an entire encampment and b that you know the 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 person in question was a, a little pod filled with baby yoda um i assumed that he was referring to everybody as being you know mercenaries and bounty hunters 
Um, but in retrospect, it's entirely possible that all those folks who had the baby Yoda were were there to, you know, guard and protect and hide him away rather than, you know, kind of hold him there, you know, for, for any sort of, you know, profit or, or hostage type scenarios, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm not real sure what, what to think of that. Cause I, I could, I could, I could easily see it going either way. Like something like a baby Yoda, you, you, you would think would be, you know, a, a, a high value, you know, target, uh, you know, a, a good thing to have, um, you know, for, for political or, or, or monetary reasons, and you're just waiting for the right, you know, situation to come about to, to cash in on that. And, you know, when you've, you've got, you know, a, a little mobile pod full of gold like that, you, you're going to have a bunch of people come around and try and take it, which, which would make sense in one sense. But by that same token, the more I think about it, uh, the more I'm less inclined to think that because, I mean, we saw we saw Baby Yoda, you know, pick up giant, you know, horn beast thing. Like, dude's clearly pretty well versed in the Force, and if you yeah. know he was surrounded by a bunch of bad dudes, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Baby Yoda didn't come fully equipped with an itty bitty lightsaber. You know, and he wouldn't he wouldn't take him out. But he I, I don't think he'd necessarily be there if he he wasn't kind of to a certain degree cool with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, listen. So what I'm thinking is that he made reference. Nick, Nick, our friend Nick made reference right. that it's been a while. It almost seemed like like he just wants to get rid of it. That's why. Like if it was only a couple of days, he probably wouldn't be helping this random guy that was getting eat by his, you know, his, these giant hog things, you know. But if it's right, been a while, right. he's like, hey. You know, these guys have been around here for a while. I don't know what's going on, but the fact is I just want peace. You know, right. let's get them out. Whether they're good or not, they're still cramping his space. So I'm, th- I, you right. know, I'm, th- plus, okay, so if you're, if there's a reward and a hefty reward, are you just going to sit back with this, you know, this baby Yoda just hanging out at your place? No, you're going to go deliver it and go on to the next thing if you're a bounty hunter, right? Because I mean, you would think. So, so that's my thought, you know. I mean, and, I would think. If it were, yeah. Yeah, because it's not it's not like it's it's you know a pile of you know um, Diddy stock that oh I'm gonna sit on that and let it let it you know get more valuable like a baby Yoda is a baby Yoda like I gotta figure the market value on that probably doesn't fluctuate a whole hell of a lot. Well, um, it'd take a long time. That is a very slow growth. He was 50 right. years there, man. You know, by right. the time you get him like full wealth. You know, plus then then he might be harder to capture. So I would say you would deliver that guy. But they kind of had him hit off too. It was kind of weird, like the the, you know, how he was just kind of in a pod covered with like moss or something. So I, right. I you know, lot to be lot to be learned or you know, or theorized, which is what I you know I haven't read any theory, so I'm sure we're not the no. first to think of this. I'm sure there's actually probably graphic novels right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> telling telling us exactly what's going on. But, you know, this is just two brothers talking uh, right. about Star Wars and, and recording it for any nerds that want to listen in. That's right. But so, no, but I, I think at this point that, that in my personal view is that it's more likely that that's a group of uh, of friendlies who are who are trying to, like, you know, protect him and have him hidden out uh, more so than than all the folks at the Mandalorian and the IG unit took out being, you know, other bad guys. 
yeah. say. What um? So what's the bounty code here? Like the th- so like uh, IG12 like just rolled up in there and was like give them to me and then the one guy pretty much went for the shot so IG got him first. But like but as soon you know as soon as the Mandalorian said hey I'm in the guild, like they they seized fire so to speak you know to talk a little bit and then they split their you know like so if you right. or if you are a bounty hunter let's just say these guys are bad uh you know guys and essentially they're just not very you know, they're lazy, so to speak. Like, uh, and we're just hanging out there with him. Like, is that what a bounty would do? Right. They would just go and be like, all right, I know you captured him, but I'm going to seal this and take it for myself. Is that code? Or like, or do, is there it, a little bit more um, to the bounty hunters? I mean, I mean, from, from what I've, from what I've seen, what I've read, um, you know, bounty hunters, it, you know, there are all kinds of bounty hunters. Um, you know, they, they made specific reference to, you know, being in the guild, um, you know, and there, 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 there were a few guilds about, um, and a couple of different ways to go about, you know, getting bounties in, in, in the, the Star Wars universe there, um, of which there, like, there used to be, you know, like Imperial accreditation for bounty hunters. Like you registered with the empire as, you know, an Imperial bounty hunter. And that was both a, a way to get jobs reliably that, you know, you could count on them to, to pay out, you know, as described. Um, and also kind of a way to regulate it. So people wouldn't, you know, sort of claim jump on you and that sort of thing. I imagine that all fell apart, you know, when the emperor got taken out. Um, but there's also like a bounty hunter guild, which is just like, you know, any other kind of, you know, like guild or union or, or other, you know, sort of fraternal organization of like-minded folk that, you know, have their own rules on how they want to do things. Um, and everybody's got to play by those rules if you're, you know, going to stay in the guild and have good standing. And again, the guild is a great way to, you know, organize, you know, getting bounties. Um, you know, it, 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 it's kind of like eBay's, you know, buyer protection program. You know, what ah. I mean? you, you, you get on eBay and, and you know, you, you know that, you know, you don't know who in the heck you're buying the thing from. But, you know, that, you know, if you send them your money, they're going to send you the thing or there will be repercussions from a, you know, a greater source that if you didn't have that, you kind of have no repercussions. You're just kind of out. Um, yeah. And I think the guild works that way. Like, OK, you, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm a dude. I want, you know, my rival to be offed. So I post a bounty for X amount of, you know, credits somebody takes dude out i need to cough up x amount of credits or i now have a whole bounty hunter guild against me which seems like a terrible idea you know what i mean yeah well Um, let me ask you this so uh it seems the mandalorian took off took out one of the guild members will we see backlash there or just because he was a droid no one gives a crap um i well i mean here i mean here's the thing um you know in order to um you know make a claim so to speak you kind of have to be like somebody has to make a claim against the the guild like yeah you know what i mean like like the only as far as we're aware the only three you know active beings there in that that final scene were the mandalorian the baby yoda and the ig unit and shortly thereafter it was down to the baby unit baby yoda and the mandalorian like had there been other people or other witnesses or, or somebody else that that could have you know gone to the guild and said hey listen really this should have been a split this way or that way dude off you know 
off, you know, another bounty hunter, there'd be problems. But I, I think this is a, you know, no witnesses, no crime type situation. Which seems seems legit. Um, yeah. But, all right. So just real, just because I know you probably know more of the backstory and stuff like that. So what's what's the deal with the uh, IG8, you know, like IG unit, like what that he would he wanted the reputation like they, they have no need for money, do they? Or I mean, like this is oh. very sophisticated, like uh, droid tech where like they have to go buy things or like I'm just the logic oh. saying, all right, this guy is like cares to earn this and is not just programmed to do this, you know, so I guess um, it's 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 a, it's it's a combination of things. So. I guess number one is, you know, droids, droids either right out of the factory and or fresh from a memory wipe don't really have much in terms of personality. Like there's a certain amount of personality that's programmed in them that, you know, is is theoretically intended to, you know, kind of help them function. Like, for example, 3PO has has the personality that he does. Part of it is he's been around for a while and it's been a while since he's had a memory wipe. Part of it is is that you know he's he's kind of prissy and proper because he's a protocol droid you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's kind of designed yeah. to be that way um r2 on the other end i mean he's he's a mechanic like let's face it r2 by spec fresh off the factory floor is a is a starship mechanic like there's not a whole lot of reason to have a whole lot of personality i mean that's why he doesn't have a voice that's why he's all yeah. beeps and chortles and speaks binary because who, who the fuck are you talking to you, you're you're plugged into the back of an x-wing you're a mechanic you know what I mean? But he's been around forever, and no one ever memory wiped him. And so over time, they, they kind of develop a bit of a personality, which is why he's you know, way more um, than your typical astromech. That's why he, he, and three, he and 3PO can, like, banter, because, like, he's developed something of a personality. And, and, and the same, same is kind of true for pretty much all droids. Um, so... Like your i your IG series, like yeah, they're 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 you know they're assassin slash security droids. They're they're designed to you know for for defense um, and assaults and and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, right out the gate, greed is not really a thing that they are necessarily going to have. Nor are they going to be you know seeking glory or the name for themselves. Say. You know what I mean? But, again, being out in the world for a while and being exposed to things, they kind of pick up that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and while, you know, I can't really speak for this particular IG model, um, I've, you know, again, read a fair amount of Star Wars novels and, and you know, comic books and graphic novels, that sort of a thing. Um, and, oh, yeah, they, 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 they do have, by the time they've been, you know, sort of, liberated and, and independently operating as opposed to having a master like a typical droid um by the time they've hit that point they, they've they've developed some personality uh, you know otherwise they wouldn't want to be independent i guess yeah uh, that makes sense um and 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 from what i've seen their 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 two key motivators are money which we'll get back to that in a second and in the case of bounty hunting droids like reputation like uh, if i do i do this my reputation you know increases and that's pretty much across the board for any bounty hunter you know droid or organic is you know the the more intense my reputation is the higher 
the higher fees I can charge and get more money. Um, And I think probably on the money side, again, it's probably very similar to, you know, for any bounty hunter, whether it's, you know, a, a, a person or a droid. And that is, you know, it takes money to do things like you got to have a ship. You got to maintain that ship. Um, you know, in the same way that, you know, if I personally were a star Wars bounty hunter, I'd be saving up my, my, my credits to get, you know, more badass armor with, with spiffier doodads in it and better weapons. Same thing for the IG unit. Like just cause it's all built into him. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to, you know, upgrade the, you know, the range on his, you know, blaster package or, you know, and, get some sort of, you know, sensor optimization package or whatever, like. I think that, that, that makes way more sense now. And, you know, after hearing him, so I've watched, uh, I think I've watched it a couple times. I just, for so far, I've Disney plus has been valuable to, for me for, for three shows. I've watched the Mandalorian several times, both episodes. I've watched the Imagineering story, which is the Disney one for several episodes. And right. um, I've watched the original X-Men cartoon from like 1994. So nice. that, nice. Was, that was that was basically it so far. And I'll, I'll continue to go on that streak and just recycle those, <laughs> um, especially when new episodes come out. So what else, was there anything else in these episodes that you thought of that uh, you'd like to comment on or thought that we needed to, I guess, discuss? Well, you got me at a little bit of a disadvantage because I've only actually seen each each episode one, the once. Mm-hmm. Um and I was trying to, you know, try, you know, obviously trying to soak it all in, is, you know, and, and try and remember as much as I could, because uh, I knew we'd be doing this. Um, and now you've got me on the spot. So I'm, well, I'm, I have yeah, one I'm question. That I, you know, <laughs> I had one question that I was thinking of. Okay, so the um, when uh, Baby Yoda and uh, the Mandalorian are walking through like the the caves, or not the caves, but like it looks like a canyon almost. Right. And uh, more bounty hunters come to attack, and they have like a beacon and or you know page or whatever. Um, yeah. Number number one, Mandalorian has a thing that disintegrates people. Pretty cool. But number two, is that the same species as our uh, Bosk? The is that a Tran something? Trans- Trantishan. Yeah. Is, um, is that? What I, do you think? I would have to, I would have to I would have to watch again because that was my immediate thought. And then I kind of took another look, and I'm like, mm, that looks a little different. But again, I'm not sure. That's if what that's, I thought. I'm not sure. It's kind of like the is Nick and Ugnot or not thing. Yeah. Where is it two different things, or is it just that you know the the effects and makeup have advanced since you know the early '80s? I don't know, because they they certainly seemed, you know, reptilian and very very similar. I'd I'd have to look again to be to 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 give a a firm opinion there. Yeah, but I, from what I remember, their species was like they were like uh, warriors. Uh, oh yes. And and they were like opposed to like Wookies, and that's kind of why like, and this could be completely wrong, and you could you'll probably tell me, uh, like that's one reason why Boss wanted to uh, capture uh, Han and, and Chewbacca in their little empire. You know, his little stint there is because he had some type of beef with Chewbacca or the Wookies because they either come from the same planet or are close enough, and they're some type of rivals. Yeah, there's a rivalry there. I can't remember exactly what the rivalry is, but 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 Trandoshans and, and Wookies, you know, do not get along. Um, Trandoshans are are one of those. It's you know, Star Wars does a lot of shorthand. Um, you know, Tatooine isn't just a planet with a bunch of desert. It's a desert planet. 
planet. You know, Hoth doesn't just have a cold area. It's a ice ball planet. You know what I mean? Um, they they kind of do similar things with a lot of their aliens to where like Trandoshans are hunters. You know, um, yeah. Rod- Rodians are all bounty hunters. Like, it, it, I, it, that, you know, whatever. Anyway, but no. Uh, yeah, Bosk was not, not really bounty hunting uh, Han Solo. He, he, was hunting, he was hunting for Chewbacca. And if he got Solo, hey, bonus. Uh, whereas for most of the rest of them, it was, it was the opposite. Like, Dengar ha- has, like, personal beef with Solo from some swoop accident back in their past. And so that's why he was gunning for him. And yeah, Chewbacca would have just been a perk for him. But like yeah. for, for, for Bosk, it was the, the exact opposite. Yeah. So yeah. let's uh, let's fantasy uh, let's in the wrestling terms it would be called fantasy booking, which would be like making the story. And I, I listen to a lot of podcasts that say that. So it, all right, okay. so we're about five to seven years, maybe 10 years out with knowing that the canon. So all the books you have read might not be in existence. You know, like, I don't know what is preferred and not now, but like, right. do you think we will run into any familiar faces uh, in the bounty world or for that matter, you know, uh, in the other Star Wars movies or anything? I mean, because five to seven years, we could still be seeing, you know, we could see the real IG-88 unless, he, of course, he was killed off in some of the episodes or something or Dengar or right. what's the other one? Forlom or uh, uh, that uh, the droid. Or yes. whatever insect whatever he was what do you think tell me uh, i guess did these guys make it you know past this five to seven years in their original history and we know this could be rewritten but right 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 um i mean i i i think i think it's fair game um again it's 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 tricky to tell what's official or what isn't because that line if memory serves was, you know, at the time when, you know, Disney acquired them, they said, okay, the new canon is all of the movies. Um, I believe they said, you know, any of the TV, like, so anything that's in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. cartoons is canon. Um, the Christmas special. You know, I don't know if that, is that considered it canon? Is, well, I, is it? Well, seriously? Listen, listen, he made reference, the blue guy in the beginning. The Horatio Sam character made reference to Life Day. I don't know if you caught that. Well, yeah, no, so, I, I mean, absolutely did, but I, 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 yeah. I mean, I guess so. here's the thing: just because you <laughs> reference something non-canon, <laughs> that's it. It doesn't make the thing you referenced canon. Now, it makes that particular piece you just talked about canon. So now. Life, Life Day is a thing, and now if he would have referenced uh, B. Arthur singing in a cantina, then then we would have known, but. It's tough to say, Chewbacca. Yeah. yeah. So either, either way. Um, so regardless, right, so, yeah. It's 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 the movies, it's the TV things, possibly including the holiday special. Um, and I think they're like, okay, and any books that are written from this point forward, they that we authorize are going to be canon, but anything yeah. else is not. And but that doesn't because, mean they can't make liberties. Like they still can, you know, do whatever the heck they want, even though it's canon, right? Well, they can make anything canon. Okay. Like you just can't well, they, like, like for example, the the first series of novels that came out after you know the original trilogy, and then there was a dark age of like a mm-hmm. 10, 15 years where there was no Star Wars anything. Uh, Timothy Zahn started writing novels and frankly kind of kicked off this whole thing, um, and it was the Thrawn trilogy. 
Yes. So, yeah. you know, I've heard of that. Ad- Admiral Thrawn, this blue skinned humanoid dude, super smart, ultra tactical. He was one of the main, um, you know, antagonists in, in, in those books. You know, those books are not canon. You know, they take place like five years after the Battle of, of, of Endor. Um, and there's stuff that happens there that, you know, no longer exists in, in the Star Wars. Oh, comic. okay. All right. Um, All right. Because that's, I mean, you know, they're good stories. They're great stories. But if you're trying to, you know, tie it all together and keep it consistent and say, you know, this actually happened as much as you can with a fantasy world, um, you know, none of that stuff counts anymore. But in the Rebels cartoon, who shows up? Thrawn. Like, they can still yeah. draw and take things from that and do what they want. And, like, they've written a couple, they, they've, they've written a couple of Thrawn novels. They kind of tell his backstory and so on and so forth. So, like, they can kind of pick and choose from the the expanded universe that is no longer canon and kind of canonify them. Yeah. Pretty All much right, at so... will. And then once they say once they do that, it is canon at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. but what I'm saying is, is I can't remember from all that I've read because what I kind is... of read. I, I'm not like mm-hmm. reading these things as they release. Like I'm no. like, oh, this is available to the library. I'll read this. Like they're not re- necessarily in sequence. <laughs> So it's hard for me without doing some research to know, oh, that book where IG-88's, you know, ship gets blown to smithereens by Boba Fett because he has yeah. to escape the Scarlack and did a thing and whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's not necessarily where that falls into the timeline within Star Wars, but where the publishing of that book fell in the timeline of our actual world that determines whether it, quote, happened or not. Yes. So we don't, <laughs> so, we officially do not know. If our favorite bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back are dead or alive. I mean, I've got no reason to think that any of them would not be around. Well, they've been bounty hunting for five like, I think, years. I think it's entirely... Well, I mean, okay, okay, fine. <laughs> yes, there's I, I would say there's reasons problem. for them to not be around. Yeah. Well, well, by I, that same I, token, I, they were kind yeah. of elites. Like, yeah. you don't get to yeah. hang out on the, the, you know, on the, the main deck of the... Uh, the bridge of the executor in the with, with Vader without yeah. being, you know, kind of hot shit. Like, I, I don't think they got taken out by, you know, any kind of, you know, chumps. No. So, so who do you, who would you like to see? If you, if you got to, if there was one bounty hunter that came back and showed their face, even if it was a cameo or something that we definitively know that this was it. Like, I think if Dengar showed up, like we would know that's Dengar. I don't think there's, you know, we're boss. You could be like, all right, there's a whole bunch of guys that kind of look like him. But out, out of <laughs> the bounty hunters, what, who would you uh, want to see? If this is a possibility. That's tricky. Um, Todd, because, it seems to me, if I ask you a question in general, it's going to be tricky. Well, you know, you're, you're right. You're, you, you're, are no, that, you are truly no Sith. There is no absolute <laughs> you. You're like, you are straight up, hmm, let me think of all the possibilities here. Well, give me, give me your, your, your best possibility. Let's, let's play this out and brainstorm it out. Well, well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run through the list and give you the pros because uh-huh. well, that's, that's how I roll. That's great. So, well, that's good audio too. Well, we'll, we'll start with the top of the heap, the obvious, Boba Fett. Um, possible, yes. Would a lot of people really like that confirmation that you know he didn't die ignobly in the the belly of the beast? Sure. Is that something that I want to see? Not in the Mandalorian. Like yeah. I feel like the Mandalorian needs to be about this Mandalorian. I feel like. Busting Boba Fett in, in the mix. Um, 
sort of thins the mix, sort of takes yeah. takes the attention away from where I'd prefer it to be. So whereas I make an appearance at some point in some other story in some other, you know, I don't I, I don't want it to be this program, if that makes sense. Fair. Um, That's my feeling is mutual. Um, so Bosk could be interesting. You're you're right. I think that you know, with him being you know an an, an alien, they would need to you know. I, I don't think it could be a cameo unless it's also a cameo where they're where somebody is like, oh hey look that's Bosk. Tell yeah. clue you in, or it's a or it's not not so much a cameo as an Easter egg. Like you see a train to Shannon in the background, and later on somebody leaks and or you know the writers are like, oh that totally was Bosk. You know what I mean? Um, where it'd be super subtle. Uh, could happen. Do do I have a lot of vested interest in that? Not really. Like if it if it if he did show up, be like, oh cool. But uh, I'm not real super concerned. Um, I don't feel like IG88 is likely to make an appearance just because they've already kind of mm-hmm. shot their IG wad on this one. Like sure. I feel like I feel like a it's a little more redundant than it would need to be, and B I think that would probably. And, you know, maybe I'm, you know, selling short the average list, the average watcher. But I think that would confuse them. Like, I'm Absolutely. very sure that there are people who uh, on the first episode were like, oh, that's the same guy that was with Boba Fett. No, it's the yeah. same kind of droid. It's not actual IG-88. And I feel like if they then had IG-88 show up, there's going to be a bunch of people like, but he shot him in the head. And it'll just mess people up. So I don't expect to see IG-88. Or really, probably any other IG units in this this series to, to show back up again because I feel like that'll screw people up. Yeah. Um, kind of like whenever you see you know another three PO unit in any of the Star Wars films, ain't none of them gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Like like you see a silver one in the very first you know few scenes of 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 Episode Four, and then never again. You see a, you know, various rebel outposts. You see ones, but they're always like white or you know red or like they, they're 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 not gold. They would not. They're not going to put another gold 3PO unit anywhere because it's going to make people think 3PO and it's going to confuse them. Same thing for IG88. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, for LOM, I think um, is possible. Uh, again, though, I don't. I, I think that if that happens, it's going to be a ways out because I think having too many assassin droids too close together gets a little, little at least for my taste. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I and I and I don't really know that he's going to really got that compelling. About, I, I don't remember much of his backstory, which means it's either not very flushed out or it's not very compelling for for old. Uh, I think he was. So. Well, is there another guy that they mixed up the car- the uh, toys with? They called him the wrong thing. He and Zuckus um, are Zuckus, often portrayed okay. as yeah. as sort of a duo. Uh, okay. Zuckus would be the the Gand Feinsman. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, on the on the uh, the um, the original Kenner toys, they 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 got the names mixed up. Um, okay. With four, with four LOM and, and Zuckus. Um, Duckus like, is the in, in, insect-looking creature. Yes. Right? Yes, with, like, oh. the weird breath mask thing. Well, I yeah. mean, 4LOM's got weird bug-like eyes, but he's clearly okay. a boy. 
But no, the the one in like the robes with the the the, the actual bug like face, the non droid one. Yeah, that suckest. And uh, I mean that might be interesting. I mean he's I got the whole he's got the whole weird spiritual sort of psychic tracker thing going on oh. that could be interesting. Um, and who's that, that leave us? That leaves us with what? Dengar. That's Dengar. Dengar is the last. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be interesting. I don't know how fitting that would be. Because like I said, Dengar, Dengar's got a lot of, uh, there's a lot of his backstory involves personal beef with Solo. I mean, dude's a bounty hunter. He's hunting whoever. It's not like his his whole life and only job is to try and get Solo. But his backstory seems to have a lot about that. Um, I, what I would like would would be for Disney, etc., to realize that you know what? We were kind of dumbasses in releasing Solo at the same time as like a Deadpool movie and a, a and an Avengers Marvel. movie, and that's yeah. why Solo did not do so well. Maybe if we release it at an intelligent time, it will show the numbers that we would expect it to, and actually do a Solo sequel because they kind of gotcha. left it open for it, and there's room there for it. Um, I mean, uh, I, could, part of me, I could see that being a Disney Plus. I would like, rather they come up with other original stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you or, know, if they want to have like a, a, a series, I get behind that. Like, oh, this man well, cool. doing real well. I, well, geez. Yeah, I can get behind that. But I think that I think that would be a better place for Dengar. And then it's not a yeah. matter of, oh, is he still around five years after it? Uh, oh, here's here's how that beef started or, you know, well, like you I feel like they're good places to put Dengar in, in, in some new, new media. But, that, uh, uh, well, I would say that would be perfect for all those guys, because I think if, you know, Disney, Disney did a really good job branding the Disney princesses as a line and they have toys and all that. I mean, really let's talk Marvel bounty hunters or uh, Star Wars bounty hunters, you know, let's, let's have them yeah, all dolled up and have their own little things because I mean, they were on screen for how long? Maybe like 15 seconds or whatever. And like oh, yeah. that, that is, uh, and they've been, you know, the lore and the talk of the town for, for many, many years. At least that's always. Oh, yeah. um, and that was oh, probably yeah. semi influenced by you. You know, you, I think you had all their figures, but they were just like the, they're still the coolest. They were the freaking coolest. So, Oh yeah. I expect, I, I don't like, I don't expect any of those guys to show up. But that would be fun, and I truthfully, I think they probably won't. Ship, they won't probably give anybody that we've seen before. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. I think they're making nods to the creatures and the species, which is great. Um, but it's always fun too. I, I like your idea the best, where Solo probably can get his own show. I think I think if you gave Solo his own show, because the guy, the the actor, and forgive me if I'm wrong, I don't think he's been he's done so much that like he's above doing television, you know. I no, I mean I I don't know. Uh, that's that's yeah. like the one thing I've ever seen him in. I mean yeah. I know that. Uh, Lando, well, girl. He's he was. Oh on yeah, he's a big deal. No, he's a big he's deal. kind of blown wow. up both both yeah. from as an actor and musically. Like I think you might have a hard time getting him to participate. Well, you don't have. But then again, you don't have to have him in every episode. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could have him to be as. Like, I mean, I mean, let me be real honest. If there's gonna be a spinoff. I'd almost, you know, as a TV thing, I'd almost rather it be Lando than <laughs> Solo, to be perfectly honest. I feel like there's a lot more, a lot more area to to explore and cover there. 
with Lando. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think, and then the, the female, um, and I don't recall her name. She was, um, she was in Game of Thrones. So I yeah. don't know. She's probably, she's probably too big. Uh, but then again, Disney has money and Disney does have connections uh, yeah. with uh, Lando because he was just the voice of Simba in their live action computer generated Lion King. So they're, oh, was he? you know, yeah. So, I mean, he's, you know, make those relationship and I, and surely enough, I think the Disney plus got like over 10 million subscribers in the first week, which is like insane. So I'm sure the money is there to make something happen and to make us all star Wars fans all happy. Yeah. There is, um, there is one more show. I believe there is a, uh, Oh, what was the guy from rogue one? The gentleman. Cassian. Um, yeah, he, he has his own spinoff show coming. I, 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 I thought I heard a rumor to that effect. And I, I don't know. That. I don't know. There's more. There's many Marvel ones coming. There's like a. Yeah. There's a, a few of those, but I think these are the two Star Wars ones that announced. But I would have to say the Mandalorian has exceeded my expectations, and I've been like waiting for uh, the third episode to come out, and I will not be able to watch it that day or that week probably uh, because is I there, will be hanging out in Disney. Is there a rotation? Is there a set schedule? It's on Fridays. Is, is, is it Fridays? I believe I knew so. it was kind of thrown off because they they launched like on a Tuesday or something. When did when did yeah, Disney? Yeah, yeah, they they launched. Which on the seems 12th. weird, but whatever. I well, guess. you know, I'm sure there was some some madness behind it. Uh, they launched on the 12th. Ask you, sure. Is there any significance to November 12th, like in the greater Disney realm of whatever? Yeah. Like, does that uh, commemorate some sort of date or event or yeah. anything that you're aware of? If anyone yeah, would know, you would. Yeah, it's the date that Disney Plus launched. <laughs> Well, well played, sir. Well played. So next next year, uh, next year you will have that. Um, uh, so yeah, so they launched the first one, and then on that Friday they launched uh, the Mandalorian. And it appears to me, like I was mentioning earlier, my favorite shows are launching on Friday. So I don't assume all shows launch on Fridays, but from what I know, is the Imagineering Story, which is a documentary on the Disney parks, and the Mandalorian both launch. So I basically stay up real late and watch those. I like I watch them both that same day, and I'm like, so. Um, yeah, I'll probably watch it on my mobile phone that night um, gotcha. when we're down in Orlando. Cause I don't know. I feel it's really good. And I don't know if it's just the nostalgic aspect of like, this is a uh, Star Wars entity that I can get behind. But I also think just the fact um, movies, you have to move pretty quickly. You don't get to tell a story. You don't get to connect right. the characters or understand their backstory where these television shows have more liberty to sit back and tell you little things and allow you to wrestle with a giant hog beast or whatever and fall on your back and stuff like where that would just wouldn't fly in a movie really quickly, you know? Um, so, right. so like, I appreciate the art of these, these shows and, and it's, and it's great too, though. Like both episodes were like, one was like 38 minutes. The other one was like 32 minutes. These are unconventional. Like normally television is 22 minutes, you know, right. if it's a half an hour and 45, 46, if it's an hour. And with the, the fact is like, they don't have to put filler crap in there, which is nice. But they also right. don't have to, like... Or cut it down. That's it. You know, yeah. yeah, like, they just... If they want to throw it out an episode that's 48 minutes or an hour and 15, like, that's awesome. Right. Um, so, I imagine that you're getting close to work. Let me ask you the last thing, which is probably um, fitting. What do you think about the, the artwork for the credits? I thought that was really cool. I, I, I enjoy that quite a lot. It uh, I, I don't know, I mean... I, I, I'm a guy who will sit and watch the credits on anything uh -huh. to completion 
and have done so even before Marvel started putting after credits things. Like to me, that's just respectful to all of the people who put that much time and energy into a thing. The least I can do is sit there and look at their names. You know what I mean? Um, and that's even a special with, person. Well, <laughs> you are a very special you know, person for that. Good for you. Well, you know, I, I don't know. It's just to you me. Read the it, table it's, of contents a, too. It's a, it's, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, and so clearly I watched them. And in this case, they've got, you know, awesome graphics behind them, you know, um, which is sad because then I'm not so much paying attention to the name. Uh, it very much reminds me of a lot of the the old concept art you'd see That's for the it. original yeah. movies, the, the Ralph McQuarrie, like here are the concept sketches and, you know, what they use to, to model stuff on. And I got to assume that that's the effect they're going for, like because oh, they yeah. look very Absolutely. much like that. Um, and I think it's I think it's fantastic. It's 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 again one of those things that is striking. And I like actually thought about that. Like it made it wasn't like oh yeah pictures in front of the words whatever. Like I, it 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 evoked that thought um, long before yeah. you asked the question. Like that's, that's well that that's, well yeah. then that was two of us because. That has even forced me to be like even bringing up in a sense, <laughs> you know, so good job, whoever decided that. I thought that was a freaking nice and the music, the soundtrack, that's we didn't really touch on it. Um, it is different than uh, all the other like John Williams stuff. I don't sure if John Williams is the composer. Um, the music was fine. I, I thought it fit like it, nothing seemed like odd. And I, you know, I, it was because um, that's another thing that I that, you know, while I'm like, I don't know, I've just been watching this with a very. Um, sort of open mind and studious eye, like just tr like paying, like a lot of TV, you put it on, you watch it, and eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you don't necessarily pay a lot of attention to some of these details. And and I have been on this. Um, and yeah, the music, because there have been points where they've had sort of the orchestral thing that seemed very, you know, Williams-esque. Like I said, I don't know if he's actually involved or 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 whatnot, but, you know, it wasn't... It wasn't music that I remember previously hearing in another Star Wars thing to where they're just like reusing a track, but it very yeah. much evoked the same sort of thoughts and feelings, you know, the emotion you get from that, that music. But then there were other points, the, 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 you know, the background, the music on other points was like weird and alien and, you know, yeah, it, it seemed different. It did it, like, it, if it you just different. played it for me. Like, I don't know if I would have known it was Star Wars if you just played it. Like, I, I would be like, okay, that, I mean, like, I liked it fine, but it didn't, like, yeah. scream Star Wars. We're, like, Ray's theme, scream Star Wars, even though it's not Star Wars, you know? Right, right. But at the same time, it, it all seemed to perfectly match, you know, that scenario and situation. Yeah. Within the, within the you know, the episode. Um, you know, build up the tension in a good way. Like, I... I, I Absolutely. I, I, well, uh, Todd, I do feel that we probably touched on most topics. We've talked about artwork. We've talked about theory. We've talked about general species, story arc, uh, questions. We even, you know, talked about the music now. Yep. So I feel that we've done justice in our two episodes of yes. the two episodes of The Mandalorian. And I have one last thing to tell you before you okay. go. I have spoken. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd, 
or email via toddcastpodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.